This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. Hey, and thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the podcast where I'm going to be talking about seven simple ways to become the go-to expert. So as I'm recording this, I've just come off a guest expert session with Helen Mottram for her distinctive dog trainer mastermind and it was really, really good and being the go-to expert was a topic that came up quite a few times and people, this is something that dog trainers and pet professionals in general really, really want to do. It's a brilliant way for you to reach people in your local community and whether you've got a product business or a service business, being the go-to expert or being an expert in your field is can't do, it's just brilliant for your business. Um, so after doing my guest expert, I did want to mention on the show that if you would like a guest expert to come and speak in your community about how to become the go-to person and how to get publicity, then do let me know. I would love to hear from you. You can find me on social media at Rachel Spencer UK, and I've done guest expert sessions for people like Janet Murray, for um, for Helen Mottram, for Epic Dog, for the Dog Training College, for the APBC, for the APDT, lots of other organisations. So if you would like me to come and do a guest expert for you, then do let me know. So now on for the main part of the show, where I'm going to talk about seven simple ways to become the go-to expert. So if being the go-to expert is something that you want to achieve, then this is the show for you. If you're the go-to expert, that means that your name is going to be on the tip of people's tongues when what you offer crops up in conversation. And that's going to be brilliant for your product or service and for your sales and for your visibility. So being known for what you do can help you stand out from the competition and it can also bring you more clients and sales because the more people know about what it is that you offer, the more people can buy from you. That's what it's all about. It can also really help with your feeling of self-worth and it can help you, enable you to increase your prices. So I was having a conversation with one of my clients, Suzanne Gould, a few weeks ago and Suzanne's a dog trainer in Edinburgh. She's written books, she's been on TV, she's been on the radio, she's been in really big publications like Woman and Home and The Telegraph and I asked her, I asked her in relation to pricing how having lots of media coverage has helped her and one of the things that she said really really did um, one of the real benefits for her was it improved her feeling of self-worth um, and it meant that she could increase her prices um, and it boosted her confidence as well so that was really really good to hear so I know we talk about pricing and we talk about sales and wanting people to know about us but actually sometimes the you know how we feel as well is really important isn't it so if you are being you know if you are putting yourself forward as an expert and you're you know you're getting really prestigious gigs and really prestigious um, coverage that kind of thing then that's really going to help with your um, feeling of self-worth isn't it and that's really important so when it comes to being a guest expert as long as you're happy to put yourself in the spotlight with a little bit of focus it's a lot easier than you think to get these opportunities so in this podcast episode what I'm going to do is I'm going to cover seven different ways that you can become the go-to expert and you can find a way that's going to work for you you can find you can do one of them you can do all of them you can do none of them you mix it up however you want to but I'm going to kind of go through a step-by-step -step process and I'm going to start with um, the more more accessible guest expert things and end with the more um, you know the the things that you might do a little bit further down the line. 
Now, do bear in mind, I'm recording this podcast and I have done guest experts. I've talked about them right at the beginning, but it's only been for the last couple of years I've been doing that. I started by blogging. I then had my first kind of speaking event, probably, I think it was three years ago. And I will be honest and say that I absolutely died on my backside. It was horrendous. But I went away and I kept on going and I built myself up and I've taken baby steps to build my confidence up again. So don't feel like you have to go off and do all of the things that I say straight away. Do build yourself up to these things. And remember as well, we all start somewhere um, and I am by no means a mega confident um, guest expert. I'm still building my stuff up as well. But I am going to share my own experiences in the hope that it will help you help you build your confidence as well. So <clears throat> the first thing to do is to find a topic that you really want to share your expertise on. So we hear a lot about the importance of niching and if you want to be an expert, the more specific and focused you can be, the easier it's gonna be for you. So if um, like if I use myself as an example, I could have gone to, I could have decided I wanted to help small businesses get press coverage. Now I kind of fell into what I'm doing right now accidentally because I ended up, I started a pet blog because I'd, found myself writing more pet stories and then I wanted a platform where I could share my own content rather than wait for newspapers or magazines to publish it for me. So I started a pet blog and then pet brands got in touch with me and wanted to learn about press coverage and this all happened accidentally. So I kind of became an accidental expert but that's how it came about for me and that might happen for you too. So you might be a dog trainer but you find that what really makes your heart sing and what really works for you and the results that you really get are when you work with anxious dogs or barking dogs. You might be a cat groomer and you might find that you're drawn towards a particular breed of cats. So you might find your niche, you might fall into it accidentally like that. But if there's an area that you know really well or something you're really passionate, something that you really, really love and you're really behind, that can be your niche. So don't feel if you've got a product business that you still you can't do that. You can't be known for a certain thing. So I've got a couple of clients who I work with who are breed specific. One of them is Michelle from Scuffy Little Terrier, Michelle Burgess. Now I say breed specific, she's terriers, but terriers are like hundreds of types of terriers, aren't they? So that's actually quite broad. But she's got a product business and she used to be products for all kinds of dog owners, but now she really focuses on the terrier thing. Um, another client I've got is um, Nadia and she creates, um, she's at Moomoo and Bear, Nadia Sidebottom, and she creates beautiful accessories for all kinds of dogs, but one of her really big focuses is schnauzers. So she's got two schnauzers herself and that is one of her big things that she, um, you know, that she's known for. So she can be, you know, she can pitch herself in that area in the schnauzer niche as an expert when it comes to creating snazzy, I can't believe I've used the word snazzy, but snazzy gear for schnauzers. That is not an easy sentence to say. So if something feels right for you, then that could be the area where you can you know, share your expertise. If you're a service provider, is there a breed or community that you focus on? So another lady who I know, she isn't a client, but I hear a lot about her and I know she's doing great things, is Hannah Antrobus. So Hannah, is a spaniel specialist and she's got an online community and she works with spaniels and again now you've got all the kind of hybrids that have spaniels in them um, that can be quite broad but for Hannah that's working really well for her so she's known for helping people with spaniels there's another lady called Kelly Wynn I'll link to her podcast episode um, in the show notes and she works purely with beagles 
You might offer support for owners of barking or anxious dogs like Claire Lawrence. She works with barking dogs and Suzanne Gould is, um, she's a rescue dog ranger. So she works with rescue dogs and another lady who I talked about earlier is Helen Mottram. She specializes in anxious dogs. So find a topic if you can to share your expertise and don't feel like you have to go really niche if you don't want to. You can, you know, you can be an expert in separation anxiety. There are thousands, probably might even be millions of people who specialize in separation anxiety, but it doesn't mean to say that you can't do it as well. And talk about that a little bit more at the end. So step one is find your area. Step two is to launch a blog, podcast or vlog. So I'm talking about this because I think it's really important and you'll have heard me talk about this before, to put your content on a platform that you're in control of. So if you're sharing it on your website, you're in control of it and it can't be taken away from you. So as I'm recording this in October 2021, we've had a couple of Facebook and Instagram outages. Um, and if you are relying on Facebook or Instagram purely for showing your content, then you are at the mercy of things like that and mercy of algorithms and all that kind of thing. So if you want to be an expert, you need to be publishing on your own platform on your own website so people can find you people can find you on google really important so you can share it on your social media you can share the content you put on your website on social media and repurpose it but you want to get found on google and plus people who know your thing um people who know what your thing is they can discover you and they can share helpful information with others so like if i had a beagle for example i might share kelly wins beagle YouTube channel with other Beagle owners because I'm going to be like, you need to see this, it's really helpful. If you make products for terriers, I'm going to share your terrier products with my other friends who've got terriers because if I love it and I've got a terrier, they're going to like it as well. And remember, you know, we're all publishers and this is a really good way to get your name out there and it's a lot easier to do than you think. So if you want to get your name out there as a go-to person for your thing, start by creating it on your own platform, on your own blog. You can write, you can do audio or you can do video, but have it on your own website. So that's step number two. Step number three is to put yourself forward as a guest expert, like I brazenly did at the beginning of this podcast. So it does take work, but you can pitch yourself to podcasts and as a guest blogger as well. And you can pitch yourself to go into communities as well, which is gonna be really helpful. So people need content and people need interesting folk to have on their podcasts or on their blogs or on their websites or in their Facebook groups or you know in their clubhouse rooms or on their Instagram lives or whatever. Now they've already got a community that they've built, they've got an audience that they've built so you can go and share your expertise with them, with their community and you're then getting fresh eyes and ears on you and what you do. So it's a really great way to get your name out there and become the go-to person. Again, this is something that I do. I try to get on different people's podcasts so people find me in different ways. And it's a really great way to get yourself out there. Now, if you want some more advice on pitching to podcasts, there's an episode, How to Pitch Yourself as a Podcast Guest, and that even comes with a how-to guide that you can download and put your pitch together. If you want blogging, um, ex if you're looking for blogging opportunities, I've got a um, podcast on how to put yourself forward as a guest blogger and also how to find people to collaborate with. Um, so both of those will be helpful when it comes to blogging. Um, also being a guest expert in membership communities and Facebook group groups will really help you grow um, your reputation as an expert and the go-to person for what you do. So again, I've just come out of a 
guest expert session with Helen Mottram's group. I've done quite a few things with Helen. Um, and what I will do is I will try to go into pet professional communities so people can find out about me. And the fact is, if they want to get their pet business in the press, they can discover me. And then if they want my support, they can obviously come and get it if they want to. They can listen to this podcast or they can work with me one-to-one -one, or they can come and do my programs and they find out about me from the guest expert stuff that I do. Number four is to carry out a study into your topic or create an awareness day. Now I know those two things seem a little bit like random together but bear with me. So you can really boost your credibility by carrying out a study into your key area of expertise. So I want to talk about one of my clients, Tracy McClellan. Now she is a dog trainer and she specialises in working with dogs with high prey drive and she's currently doing a PhD and the focus is on dogs with high prey drive. Now I can't wait to see what Tracy does, I know it's obviously going to take some time but she's going to be doing lots of studies, um, speaking to lots of case studies, lots of owners about their experiences of having a dog with a high prey drive and it's going to be a brilliant amazing project. And when she's done all of her research she's going to have some amazing material that she can share and I'm working with her because I'm working with her in the respect that we want to get people to contribute to her study. But also what she's going to be learning with me is how to get the findings out there as well and how to make media opportunities from what she's discovered in her study. So it's a two-way thing. So you can, by carrying out a study, you get people to find out about your area of expertise because they contribute. And then you can use that study to get media coverage. So to really get you out there as a go-to expert. I put awareness days in with this carrying out study point because that's also another really great way to put your name right on the map for what it is that you do. So an example of that is Kerry Jordan. So Kerry's a dog photographer and she created National Dog Photography Day a few years ago and it's like it's just been incredible for raising her profile. She's had press coverage in The Times, um, The Telegraph, The Observer, loads of magazines, loads of local newspapers, um, loads of, she had loads of radio coverage and newspapers and websites all over the world have picked up on National Dog Photography Day. So it's really put Kerry's name out there. And that's from her using her own awareness day to raise her profile and to get her business in front of millions of people. So she trended at number one on Twitter with National Dog Photography Day, which is just mega, isn't it? So that's really got people to know about Kerry and you can make your own awareness day if you want to as well. So a couple of episodes I'm going to link to on the show notes. The first one is how to use an awareness day to raise your profile and that's an interview with Kerry Jordan, the queen of the awareness day. And then the second one is how to create an awareness day and how to use awareness days in your content. So go and check out those episodes if you're thinking about making an awareness day. So for number five, um, it's to write a book. So years ago, if you wanted to write a book, you needed to have a publisher and you needed to go and approach publishers and get knockbacks and basically you couldn't go and do it on your own. Whereas it's really changed over the last few years and anyone can write a book, so the barrier to entry is a lot lower. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but you know, anyone can write a book, which is brilliant. So if you want to write a book about barking dogs or anxious dogs or how to groom your cat or, you know, in my case, I wrote a book, Publicity Tips for Pet Businesses, and I just did it as a quick project to help people get publicity tips without me having to, you know, respond by email. I just thought I'll write a book, put it on Amazon and people can go and buy it if they want to. And I did that in, th well, I did it in 30 days. 
self-published it on Amazon, had somebody lay it out for me that I found on People Per Hour, and there it was, it just went up there. Now it ended up, I didn't think that it would lead to what it has. I thought I would just publish the book and that would be it. And I'd just send people there if they needed any help. But it ended up with me being able to build a business around what I'd done with the book and the community that I built around it. So again, I kind of became an accidental expert via the book. So you can go and publish a book if you want to. Anyone can write a book and self-publish. And if you want to build your reputation as an authority, this is really a brilliant thing to consider. Um, there are a few resources I'm going to link to in the show notes for this episode when it comes to writing a book. So the first one is a 30-day course that Canine Principles do, and it's called Write a Dog Book in 30 Days. So I'll link to that in the show notes. And then the other one is a lady called Vicky Fraser, and Vicky is a book writing coach, and she helps people write books. I know she's worked with loads of pet businesses, and particularly um, you know dog trainers and other pet professionals, and they've done really well working with Vicky. Um, so I'm going to link to her website as well, um, and she's also got books on how to write a book. So go and check Vicky out. Um, the next one, number six, is to get some press coverage. So being in the press means potentially millions of people get to recognise you as being the go-to expert in your field or for the topic that you cover. So think about it. If you are a barking dog expert, you want if you get some press coverage where it says a barking dog expert Claire Lawrence said, then when people are looking for barking dog expert on Google, they're finding you, they're finding that press coverage. So if you're in the Telegraph talking about being a barking dog expert, that's going to look really great. And then you, because you're quoted in the press, whenever people are looking for your area of expertise and they Google it, they find you and it just builds and builds and builds. So like one of my clients is Caroline Wilkinson from Barketplace. So she's brilliant. She she is really good at getting press coverage on her own, but she's also an um, in-house expert for a couple of pet brands. Um, she is in-house expert for Fourth Glade and also for Dorwest um, pet products. So Caroline's quoted in loads of articles there as a behaviourist and as a dog, beha dog behaviour expert, loads of different, quoted in loads of different ways and on loads of different topics. So if you think about that, when you go, you know, if people are looking for a dog behaviour expert, they're going to see her name come up or if they're just checking her out they're going to see all of this amazing coverage come up so getting press coverage means you really can you know really can put yourself out there and really elevate yourself um, above the competition so if we think about people like martin lewis from money money saving expert you know aim high you can absolutely do this um, no matter what kind of pet business you've got whether you've got a product or a service you can absolutely go and do this and i've got loads of I've got loads of podcast episodes where I talk about how to go about getting press coverage. So if you want more tips on getting press coverage, I have got the episodes that I'm going to link to in the show notes are how press coverage can help your pet business, how to write a press release for your pet business, how to get media opportunities from social media. And I'll also link to my free five day get your pet business in the press challenge. So you can go and join that. It's going to be happening in January and you'll get loads of support from me over the five days to get you in the press. Always get loads of really great results from that as well. The other thing I would say on getting press coverage is a lot of the dog trainers we see on TV and in the media, you know, the likes of Graham Hall, all they've done is they've put themselves out there, they've put themselves in front of journalists and you can absolutely do that too. So if you want to be a go-to expert, absolutely, you know, really do please consider getting press coverage because that's really going to help elevate you. 
So the final one is to speak at events. So being on stage can be really scary. And at the beginning of this podcast episode, I talked about how I absolutely died on my backside at Glee. It was horrific. And I hope nobody listening was there because it was just so cringe. Um, I was completely out of my depth. I wasn't ready for it at all. And I have to say, even now, I still am really scared about speaking publicly and speaking at events, but I will do it and I will push myself out of my comfort zone because that's what I need to do. Now, I did the Glee thing three years ago, and I do think I've done a lot over the past three years to build my confidence up. I've had coaching, I've had loads of support, I've been on programs about where I talk, you know, where I've learned how to overcome the blocks that might stand in my way, how to build my confidence. I've done so much work on myself from that day, um, which I think will improve my chances of not dying quite so badly on stage. But being on stage, speaking at events, is like incredible for raising your profile and there's lots of help that you can get out there there's people who will coach you on how to you know there are business coaches out there on to help you build confidence with public speaking there's loads and loads of ways that you can build yourself up to that um, and you can start with online events as well so I've done a lot of talks on in online communities which you know you're on a zoom call and you can see people but it's not quite the same as being on a stage it's nowhere near as nerve-wracking so you know start start you know take baby steps with this thing and you will definitely get there so there are seven ways that you can start to build yourself as the go-to expert so we've talked about the first step which is finding a topic you can share your expertise on then we've talked about launching a blog or a podcast or a vlog so regular content on your own platform that people can go and check out and discover you then we talked about putting yourself forward as a guest expert and that could be on a podcast or as a blogger or as a guest expert in a community or a membership so that's the third step number four is where you can carry out a study into your topic or create an awareness day number five is to write a book sounds really big and scary but it's a lot easier than you think number six is to get press coverage and number seven is to speak at events and that for me will be the scariest thing but all those things are really going to help put you out there as an expert. So I wanted to share my final thoughts on this um, because I've been thinking about this podcast all day. Um, doing the chat in Helen's community was really helpful. And as I've been kind of dipping in and out of writing the blog post that comes with this episode, uh, a few thoughts popped into my head and these were my final thoughts. So the first one is don't worry if somebody else is already an expert in what you do. There will always be room for more than one expert. So if we think about separation anxiety, for example, there are people who've written books on it. There are people who are experts in separation anxiety all over the world. But if you're an expert in, in separation anxiety in your area, you can still get really great coverage and you can still get yourself out there as the expert in the area where you serve. So one of my, um, one of my former clients, Kerry Lawson, she's over in Yorkshire and she's had loads of brilliant press coverage as um a separation anxiety expert she does loads of different dog training she covers loads of different topics but she's been able to totally put herself out there as a separation anxiety expert despite there being hundreds thousands of them all over the world she, you can still do it so don't worry that there are other people doing what you do gosh there are so many puppy experts so many reactive dog experts don't let that stop you like from my point of view there are loads of pet business you know marketing experts but i've carved out a niche with the press coverage so I know there are other people doing really similar things to what I do but that doesn't stop me from putting myself out there as an expert for my little 
area of pet business promo. That was worded really badly, but you know what I mean. Second thing is, second final thought is to be prepared to feel uncomfortable. Calling, your expert, calling yourself an expert will be really hard at first. You will feel really uncomfortable. But as long as you've got the credentials and you aren't a blagger, it will get easier. So as long as you're not saying you're a puppy expert and you like all you've, you know, you haven't got the first clue about how to care for a puppy, um, you're going to be okay. You're going to feel uncomfortable, but you will be okay and it will get easier. Um, number three is connect with others in your area of expertise. I was thinking about this and thinking about a few people who I've worked with. So like Helen Mottram, for example, who I've just been doing a session for, she's an expert in anxious working with anxious dogs and I know that she is connected with another client of mine Sarah Jones who makes products for anxious dogs so Sarah is from My Anxious Dog and she makes um, products yellow branded products basically saying you know to give dogs space and that they're anxious or nervous so Helen and Sarah work together they're connected because they're both in the same area so connect with other area other people in your area of expertise Number four is to persevere. Um, it is hard work, but it will pay off. So whether it's writing your book or pitching to the press or pitching for guest experts or any of these things that I've talked about today, it will be hard, but it will pay off. And once once you've got, kind of got the snowball going down the hill, it does get easier. So when you get your first kind of guest expert or your first piece of publicity, that first one you get might be really hard, but then once you've got the momentum, it will get easier. And then the final thing, which I know I've talked about a lot, but I've got to mention it in this episode because it's really relevant, is to keep a win folder. I have a physical folder where I keep cards, letters, emails, scribble bits of notes, screenshots of different things that I get on social media, um, all kinds of different things. Like when people send thank you cards, like they always go in the win folder because it really makes me, you know, it's just really lovely to look back on when I'm feeling a bit wobbly. And um, the other thing I have as well is a social proof folder, which is where I'll screenshot things that people say um, on might be a review on LinkedIn or it might be an email or it might be um, a comment on like one of my free challenges where people where somebody might say I've just got on Radio 4. Keep that social proof folder, whether it's a physical one of screenshots or whether it's a um, whether it's a physical one, actually a folder that you hold in your hand or whether it's like an online one of screenshots and that kind of thing or both in my case keep a hold of that and whenever you're feeling a bit wobbly or thinking oh my gosh I'm not I'm not who I say I am you're having a bit of the imposter syndrome creeping up on you you can go and have a look at that and that will help you when you're feeling a little bit wobbly so the final thing I'm going to say as well is I've got a really good podcast episode with Osman Sharif and it's all about getting out of your own way and getting your pet business out there I'm going to link to that in the show notes because Osman is a mindset coach so he's obviously much more articulate on this whole topic than I am when it comes to the wobbles and making yourself um, you know picking yourself up and being resilient and keeping going so have a listen to that if um, you think that's going to be helpful it is going to be helpful it's a brilliant brilliant episode and he shares loads of really great stuff so that is a rundown of my how to be um, you know how to become a go-to expert seven simple steps do let me know if you found that helpful. Um, do let me know if you are thinking of doing any of these things. You're thinking of pitching as a guest expert or pitching to the press and you want a little bit of accountability, let me know um, and I can try and cheerlead you on. Do help you found that helpful. And if you do any of these things as well, if you, um, you, know, you push yourself and you get out of your comfort zone and you do these things and you've been inspired by listening to me ramble on, I would love to hear about it as well. So do come and find me on social media 
I am at Rachel Spencer UK on all platforms and I'll link to um, I'll link to my website in the show notes for this episode. Do also come and find me in my Facebook group, which is Publicity Tips for Pet Businesses. Dead easy to find on Facebook and I'll link to that in the show notes as well. And you can totally be the expert in whatever it is that you do. So just go for it. If I can do it, you can do it. And do let me know how you get on. Thanks again for supporting the podcast and listening in. And I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. For more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.